Hello and welcome back to the Finlay Kamiko PT podcast. Massive apologies, I did not manage to get out a podcast last week. Um, if you've been watching my content, I was in isolation. I was really focusing on working with my clients and doing private podcasts, uh, which is something that I've implemented to run trainings. Um, I This month, you might have seen that it's a mindset training month. Uh, it's a mindset focus month, sorry. So we had guests on and coming in and speaking on the podcast. So my time was taken up with that. So massive apologies that I didn't manage to get one done last week. But this week's episode, what I wanted to come on and talk about was, you might again seen from my content and from my Instagram that I've been talking about raising my standards post-isolation. As you know, um, I was isolating. And what I mean by raising my standards is that just ensuring that I'm taking action and just living to and living and operating to a level that makes me feel good. Because over isolation, to be honest, I really enjoyed isolation. Um, I wouldn't say really enjoyed it, in fact. I did enjoy it. I would have preferred to be able to go out and walk about, obviously. Uh, but I did enjoy isolation. And like I enjoy I think it helped me appreciate the smaller things, to be honest. Like just being able to relax a little bit more, just being able to spend time with Fiona, being able to, obviously the weather was good, so we got some time in the garden. Um, I sort of changed my morning routine to um, a home routine, if you like. And I'm going to go into that in a little bit more depth. But what I mean by raising my standards is like coming out of lockdown, um, I, coming out of isolation, sorry, I just wasn't feeling good within myself. And... I'm going to go into this a little bit more in depth, but I wasn't moving as much. I hadn't been tracking my food as much. I had been snacking a little bit more, so overeating calories. Um, I th- There was a ton of things that went into it. Even, even on sort of a few weeks before that, I wasn't feeling my best just because, obviously, you'll be exactly the same, is that obviously coming out of the lockdown, we've had more on socially. There's been a busy calendar, probably had things on, most weekends, seeing people, and it's not like you can't get into shape and feel good um, while you are eating out, drinking, whatever it is, but it does make it a little bit harder, and it does take its toll, and so like that's what I found, and then obviously then going into isolation, where I'm not moving as much, my training intensity wasn't there, I was I was getting training done, but I was more so just going through the motions, and um, it just left me coming out of isolation, not feeling my absolute best and not operating to the standard that I know I can operate. So if you'd seen my post last night on Instagram, it was about raising the standards for me and for my clients. And that's exactly what I'm planning to do so far. So this podcast is essentially going to give you uh, an idea of what I plan to do and how I plan to raise my standards. And my clients will be doing exactly the same. So just to give you a basic understanding, over over lockdown, um, I keep going on lockdown, over isolation, what I found was that obviously steps were pretty much non-existent. I think the most steps I got in a day was just over 6,000. And it just shows how much harder it is when you can't get out for a walk during your day. And like, I know for an absolute fact that that affected me and, and like, it didn't allow me to feel good. Like I feel much better if I'm going out for a few walks a day, I can get some fresh air, I can get some vitamin D and I can just go out for a walk. 
Um, so I know that that affected me a lot. Training-wise, obviously I was back to training in our little home garage. And that, although that's really, really good, we've got some good equipment in there, it's still, I still see it as like a home environment. And so going for the gym to me is a really good escape to be able to get out of the house and go and train. And as you know, I like training in the morning. And so I was doing exactly the same in the thing in the garage, but it was kind of waking up and then you're walking five meters out the door across the garden to the garage. And it doesn't really feel like a massive change in environment. And usually to change that, I would go out for a walk and then come back. But obviously I couldn't do that. So training was a little bit different. I was doing it more circuit so that I could get more of a sweat on. I would set a timer for basically most of the workouts. I would do 20 minute AMRAPs. So an AMRAP is as many rounds as possible. What I would do is set a timer for 20 minutes, pick say five exercises and just repeat that circuit as many times through as I could. The odd days I would do an upper body session. The other days I would do a lower body session. Sometimes before the 20 minute AMRAP, what I would do is like do a strength move. So uh, for example, front squats, I might do three sets of 10, 8, 6, getting heavier as I come down the weight, uh, come down the reps, whatever it might be. But then I would go into a 20-minute session. So that it was just quite simple, quite quite quick, um, and definitely not easy because it was quite high intensity. It was more like CrossFit-based rather than what I might usually do in the gym. But it did, like, that's what I found more beneficial if I'm training in the garage. Um and so, yeah, training was a little bit different, but I did feel like I was just going through the motions a little bit. I didn't have the same drive, the same will and the same want to go into every session and make it as intense as I possibly could. And um, then obviously, as I've said, um, I wasn't moving as much. So that affected me. I would say sleep wasn't as good just because my habits weren't as in a good place and I would be staying up a little bit later and then wake up a little bit later. So that meant I wasn't feeling as good. I would be drinking more coffee, meaning that I wasn't drinking as much water. So that didn't make me feel as good. And there was just like a whole load of different sort of factors that went into it. And it left me coming out of isolation, just feeling a little bit meh, like just not feeling good, not having the same sort of drive that I usually would and the same energy and the same confidence within myself that I usually would. And so that's what why... I put out that post last night and just to help you understand that like it's absolutely normal to get into this way sometimes to feel like this and I think that often people will look on social media and, and they'll see people getting out for walks they'll see workouts getting done but they, they don't then realize that everyone goes through these same feelings and so I just want to put that post out number one as a little bit of an accountability aspect, but number two, also just to ensure that you know that that's completely normal and like everyone's going to get little periods like that and uh, where they do feel like that. But the number one thing that you need to do to get back on track and get you to feeling your very best and looking your best is raising your standards. And so this is what this podcast is basically going to be about. And I'm just going to go through a few different sort of things that I'm going to do moving forward that are going to help me raise the standards and help me feel my very best. Because as I said, like it's not like I've gained tons of weight and I've not been moving. So that's going to have an impact on it a little bit. I've not been moving as much. Um, training, I've been going through a little bit of the motions. Nutrition wise, that's something that I didn't mention. Nutrition wise, I hadn't really been tracking 
and I'd just been, usually I'm like, have fairly similar meals most of the time, whereas I was not doing that. I probably was, wasn't eating until later on, and therefore I would eat more later on, and then I would have snacks and various different things. And it's not like, again, I've gained a ton of weight, but it just didn't make me feel good coming in. So moving forward, I will start with nutrition. And I'll just sort of go through a few of the things that I'm going to do nutrition-wise. Now, this, by the way, I'm saying I'm going to do, so I've already started. This is Tuesday, so I started back on 100% uh, yesterday. So nutrition-wise, tracking is the first thing. I find that if I don't track my food, like, I'll find it very tempting just to eat a little bit more and just pretend it didn't happen. And you'll probably be exactly the same. You'll see something like, ah, oh, well, if I don't track it, it doesn't really count. And it's I, I do the same at weekends often. And that's another thing that contributed to how I felt. Like at weekends, because I'm not in a deficit anymore, it's almost easier to be like, oh yeah, just have that. You've got enough calories. You're not trying to diet right now. And so that might be fine, but I know it doesn't make me feel good. So tracking, getting back to tracking, is one of the first things that I did because I know that that allows me to feel like I'm in control. And I think that's a big factor that often it, it, it helps people with. Like they feel in control when they track. And um, so that's number one. Number two is food quality. And again, something that I found was over the past sort of month or so is that the quality of the food I'm eating just hasn't been to the same standard that it was previously. When I was in a deficit, I was eating good quality foods. I was eating enough protein. I was making sure I was getting enough protein, protein at every meal and the actual quality of the foods I was eating. So rather than eating sort of bagels and things like that, I would be eating oats and uh, rice and potatoes and and good quality foods. Uh, and I found my food quality has gone down a little bit. So what I'm planning on doing now is like having a good quality breakfast, number one. So whether that's oats with a scoop of protein with some fruit, um, whether that's eggs and salmon, whether that's oat, um, whatever it might be. Like I'm just trying to now really, really focus on food quality. Um, and then going into lunch, like for example, if you've seen my story today, I had a tuna salad. So that was actually two, t two tins of tuna, um, salad, there was some carrot, there was some, what else, beetroot, um, a little bit of a, a salad dressing, and then some goat's cheese. And it's still, it's like six, 700 calorie lunch, but the thing is, is that it's really high quality food, an avocado, half an avocado. Um, it's really high quality foods that's really gonna fill me up. So like thinking about food volume and, and thinking about foods that are actually going to fill me up rather than just hit the calories. And I know that like after eating that, I feel so much better than I did when I was having um, some of the other lunches that I might have that's just something sort of quick and easy. So um, as an example, uh, spaghetti with, uh, sorry, bolognese. I was think spaghetti is the actual meat. So the bolognese with um, pasta. That, that's quite a common lunch that I would have, but it's, it's quite quick and easy. I'll just boil the pasta. I've already got the, the bolognese made, but it didn't really, it doesn't really make me feel good. Whereas with the salad, like it's full of really good foods, really good nutrients. And so it makes me feel good. And then going into dinners, like something similar, um, we'll probably have fajitas or 
um, I'm trying to think, like homemade pizzas or um, something like a Cajun chicken pasta, something like that. So that'll stay fairly similar. And then snacks. Snacks is something that I find, like I'll usually just go for a bagel with peanut butter and jam and a protein shake or something like that. Whereas I found that trying to ensure I get most of my protein, I'll probably have one protein a shake a day. So for example, my breakfast was um, protein yogurt with some fruit. But the protein in that is probably only going to be about 20 grams uh, with a chunk of dark chocolate as well. Um, the protein in that is probably only going to be 20 grams. So what I'll do is I'll add a protein shake on the site just to increase the protein that I'm having. And um, then previously, what I was doing was then just having a bagel with peanut butter and jam as, as an example, and then having um, a protein shake on the site, which is fine. But what I'm trying to do now is make a more of an effort to have a good portion of protein within the meals, within my meals. Um, so for example, that's why I had two tins of tuna today because that's 54 grams of protein, I think it was, rather than just having one and then having a shake later on. And I just find that the food quality, the difference in the food quality and ensuring that I'm not just leaving all my calories to more snacky foods or to more foods that I know yeah, it will still hit my calories, but aren't going to make me feel as good is really, really important. So that's something that I was sort of looking at. And then along with that food wise, it's just being more aware, being more aware of the foods that I'm eating, being more aware of eating good quality foods, eating protein at each meal and making sure that I'm snacking less because uh, making sure that I'm tracking the snacks and just not pretending it didn't happen. Specifically on weekends, I'll be doing this and I'll probably be then Previously, I wasn't tracking before at all at weekends. Whereas now, what I'll probably do is still track a Friday, maybe track up till lunchtime on Sunday. So I've got a good idea. Uh, up till lunchtime on Saturday. So I've got a good idea. And then Sunday, I'll probably track as well. Just so that I am staying on top of things. I am feeling in control. Um, and yeah, like I think it comes down to just being aware and feeling in control of what you're eating and knowing that your food's in a good place. Right now, I'm sitting around about 150, mid 50 pounds, so 155, let's say, and I'm trying to consume 170 grams of protein a day, just as a general idea. Um, Calorie-wise, I was eating 2.7, but now I've actually reduced it to 2.2. So that's probably around about not probably a deficit, but I will eat more at the weekend. So I'll go two to probably five days a week, and then I'll go to like two, seven to 3,000 um, two days of the week, just so I do have more at the weekend. And that will probably be a roundabout maintenance for me, just to give you a basic idea. So that's in terms of nutrition. Sleep, what I need to do is I'm going to raise standards in sleep by making sure that I get to bed at a decent time, making sure that at least half an hour before bed, I'm staying off of my phone, I'm staying away from the TV, because I know that really affects my sleep. That's something that I massively noticed over isolation, and we were watching more TV, and spending more time sort of sitting, and that did massively affect my sleep. I was waking up during the night, and usually I would just go to bed, and that's it. I wouldn't wake up till the next morning. So yeah, that will make a difference with sleep. And something that if you do struggle with sleep, then something to try. Fiona, Fiona doesn't sleep great and I recommended to her that she tries magnesium and I've had a few clients 
do exactly the same thing and they've all noticed positive benefits so if it you do struggle to stay asleep or struggle with getting sleep then magnesium is something you can try but sleep's not an issue with me really it's just making sure that obviously i'm moving through the day and that i do stay off my phone and get into bed and read so what i'm going to do is make sure that i'm reading at least 10 pages a day training wise previously i was doing five times a week and i did feel like not that it was too much but i was just going through a little bit the motions a little bit and obviously when i was isolating at home i did find it more difficult when i'm going to the gym like i i'm I really, really enjoy training. Um, but what I've done is actually, me and my coach have reduced it to four times a week, just so I can feel like I'm excited for every session. And that I'm going to do that Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and the middle of the week, what I'm going to do is then go for a walk, get a little bit more sleep, go for a walk, and then um, do a little bit of mobility. So just do a, a follow along mobility session, 20 minutes, 30 minutes or so in the gym, just so that I'm still within a good routine still getting up at a decent time by the way sleep wise what i'll do is i'll get up at between five and 20 past five and then i'll go out for a walk a 20 minute walk and then go to the there's a quarter past six gym session so then i'll go to that and get home read 10 pages and then start the day essentially get breakfast and then start work and um, just to give you a basic outline and i i don't mind getting up early like i i find that i operate better if i get up early i'll, I'll enjoy training in the morning i enjoy get, getting out for a walk and getting some steps in in the morning which i'm going to touch upon in a minute um but by no means am i saying that you have to get up at five o'clock like if you find that you're really tired when you get up earlier whatever it might be you don't like training in the morning 100 do it later on that's just what works for me and what you need to do is think about what works for you and um, so yeah training wise monday tuesday and um, upper lower then wednesday i'll do some steps listen to a podcast or an audiobook and then go to the gym do some mobility and then thursday friday it'll be upper lower again so upper lower upper lower and then um obviously that middle session a little bit more sleep and a little bit of mobility because I do find that I am getting quite stiff and I definitely need to raise standards in terms of mobility and stretching and things like that. Moving on to now activity levels. This is something that I usually am very good at. Obviously isolation was different but absolute minimum now my goal is is 10,000 steps. Um, I know that I feel much better when I'm moving more, 10,000 steps. Uh, so what I'll do is I'll get out for a 20 minute walk in the morning. I will then obviously come home. Uh, then at lunch, what I do is I drive into town, go for a little walk at lunch. That's another half an hour or so. And then by that time as well, I've got a standing desk at home. I'll be moving throughout the day. By that time, I should have a, a sort of 10,000 minimum steps. If I don't, then I'll probably go for another walk in the evening. Uh, but then days that I'm playing golf or going for a run, extra on top of the, the weight training sessions, things like that, then obviously I'll get more steps regardless. So just making sure, making a conscious effort, I think, to get out in the morning to, and to get out at lunch. That's going to be really, really important for me moving forward because I know how much better it allows me to feel. Um, routines. So as I've sort of just touched upon there, I'll get up fairly early. I'll then go for a walk, which is a massive part of the routine. 
routine, um, then I will make sure I, I'll usually listen to a podcast if I'm not if I'm by myself and Fiona doesn't join me. If she joins me, then we'll go together and I'll I'll do a podcast at lunch, listen to a podcast at lunch. Um, but yeah, routines and just ensuring that my routine is in check is so so important because that is really the one of the most important bits I would say. Uh, some I did a training on the private podcast uh, for my clients last week on non-negotiables. And these are things, pretty much what, what I'm talking about. But what I'm doing is getting a document made up so that they can see daily, weekly, and monthly non-negotiables and things that are going to help them feel good um, and things that are going to allow them to consistently turn up at the, their best and the, essentially the, the basics. Um, so for example doing a certain number of steps a day, making sure they get the minimum number of workouts they need to done, making sure that they're drinking more water. There's basic things, uh, but routines are so, so important. And if you have these as like the building blocks of your week, then that's going to allow you to have an absolute base that you know that you're going to feel good from, um, which is so, so important. And then water, again, I said over isolation that I wasn't drinking as much water, um, I think just because I was at home and usually if I'm going out or anything like that, I'll keep a bottle with me. Even at home, I've usually got a, a little glass, well, it's actually a Starbucks cup that I use um, to drink water out of and I just wasn't keeping it with me at home. So that meant that I felt dehydrated, so therefore didn't feel as good. Um, and again, just it's something so simple but it makes a massive, massive difference. So making sure that I drink at least 500 ml of water before I have a coffee in the morning. So I'll drink 500 ml as soon as I wake up and then have a coffee and go for a walk. Um, as an example, I know that makes me feel so, so much better. Um, but that is essentially it. And these things like are very, very simple. These things are basic, but it allows me to consistently turn up at my best. And the last few weeks, like, as I've said, I haven't been feeling good within myself and it just shows that my standards dropped a little bit. And it mean it's, it sort of meant that I haven't had the same self-belief, the same confidence. I haven't been able to, tur- to, to feel good or essentially just I haven't been feeling like I've been turning up at my best. And that's what I want to be doing. I want to be have a good standard so that I know that each day I'm turning up, not only looking my best, but also feeling my best. And like, it's exactly the same for my clients. They might have their own career. You listen to this as well. You might have your own career and be like really, really driven in it. You want to do the best that you can. You might have your own business. You want might be a parent, a dad, a mum that wants to be the best role model they can for your kids. And like, essentially, you're going to go through periods where you don't feel great. But the only thing that's stopping you from raising your standards and being the person that you know you can be is taking action. And so like nothing changes if nothing changes. Knowing what to do isn't enough. You need to be taking action. You need to be implementing this stuff because that is what's going to move you from where you are to where you want to be. And it's exactly the same for me. And this is like, a obviously I wanted to do this podcast to help you get a better understanding of the things that I'm doing and hopefully it gives you some sort of value and helps you um, take away some sort of things that you can do to move forward. But ultimately it's about taking action and raising your standards. 
because that's exactly what I am now doing. I am putting this out there to raise my standards as some accountability. This is why I'm doing the podcast, number one. But number two, just to help you understand. And raising your standards is the absolute key to making progress in any area. Whether it's relationships, career, whether it's personal, whether it's professional, whether it's physical, whatever it is within your life, raising your standards is the most important thing to to do to ensure that you move forward and make the progress that you want. And so from the, from here on in, like the next few weeks, I am going to be really, really focused on raising the standards because I know that's where I look my best, where I feel my best, and just it allows me to turn up at my best. And hopefully you've got some benefit out of this podcast and hopefully you're going to um, be able to take some things away that are going to help you now raise your standards and look and feel your absolute best too. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for listening. I appreciate you massively. Let me know if this helps. Give me a quick message on Instagram. Uh, but other than that, let's raise those standards. Let's take action. And uh, yeah, let me know that helps.